0: International Horse College's motto is People Safety and Horse Welfare, and you'll find this message throughout our chats. Registered Training Organisation, number 31352. Today's guest is Margaret Heaney. Margaret, although she's a coach and a rider, we're going to talk to her more today about her being a club president for her riding club. How are you, Margaret? I'm fine, thank you. It's good, Margaret. I'm interested in talking to you today because – Being a club president is a role that, um, you know, quite a few people have or could be thinking of having. And I'm interested to know a little bit more about how you run the riding club and what you do within your role as a club president. It changes quite a bit, I think, from club to club. So I'm interested in talking to you today. But before we get started, Margaret, do you have a favourite quote?
1: Well, oh, I have a quote from a guy called Klaus Ferdinand Hempfling. I don't know whether you've heard of him. Okay, yes. Um, his quote says, uh, closeness to a horse never comes from the desire for closeness. Closeness to a horse comes from only from closeness to one's inner self. It's a bit to
0: think about, isn't it? Would you like to just say yes, that again?
1: Sure. Um, he says, closeness to a horse never comes from the desire for closeness. Closeness to a horse comes only from closeness to one's inner self.
0: Yeah, I certainly think it's worth thinking about that one. I don't know that we've had it on before. Yeah, yeah.
1: No, so you have to be right within
0: yourself. Oh, exactly, exactly. And I think that's right. I think that, you know, we've sort of talked about, you know, how horses can even help you find that.
1: Yep, yep. Exactly, and um, uh, that has something to do with the um, therapy that the you know PTSD people um, go through as well with horses. Yes, yes, the, for um, sure. Post traumatic stress disorder.
0: Does your club do
1: anything with the PTSD? Uh, no, no. Mm-hmm. We're actually an adult riding club. Yep. And um, we're uh, sort of similar to pony clubs, but for adults. So okay. we do. Some things.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Now, tell us about how you got started to be a club president. Did you hold another role first or how did that come about?
1: Well, no. um, Actually, a friend of mine and myself were galloping up a hill one day and we had such a good time. We said, you know, pony club kids (laughs) have really good time. Why don't we start an adult riding club? Oh, okay. (laughs) do all those sorts of things because – a lot of people want to ride at a not at a high level and they don't want to specialize so um it's it's a venue for people to come that um are in that you know situation so we set, set it up we incorporated it and um it's been running since 1997 mm, mm. and i think
0: just as the um the areas within you know horses and horse work and there's quite a few different areas there of working with horses, which we've sort of focused on within the podcast, within Horse Chats, there's so many different ways we can enjoy horses. You know, we don't have to go to any of the classical disciplines, any of the competition disciplines. We can just enjoy riding, enjoy our horse's company, enjoy doing things with them.
1: Absolutely. Mm. And, you know, you you gain confidence from doing things with other people. Yep, yep, it's, um, yep. It's a social atmosphere as well. Yep.
0: Did you become president straight
1: up? Were you always president? Is it something that you did? Um, Well, it's funny because the other lady actually was the president um, first up. So she was president for two years and then we've had a succession. I think I was president for a couple of years. Uh, We've had a succession of presidents and I'm back to the role (laughs) again after all this time. So, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yes, this is my third year in the presidency this time.
0: Okay. Okay. What do you think makes a good president, not just a good president, because the president works in a team, you know, there's the secretary, there's the treasurer, there's all the other committee members, and then even from there there's other members that might come along and help at working bees and help yes. at different things there. What makes this? Because it's it's a well, volunteer position, isn't it? You know, so you're giving up right, a lot of yeah. time and effort yourself and often finances to take on this position. What sort of person holds a position within a club?
1: Well, you need to be passionate about uh, the club, you mm-hmm. need to be passionate about what is you know what the activities are at the club. Um, but to be a president, I think you need to be able to bring the members together and to keep them going as a team, so you don't necessarily have to be dominant but you have to just be there you know to to uh, for people to come to okay okay and to have a club what do you think holds
0: the club together is that does the president hold it together does the members hold it together is the team what you know because a lot of clubs come and get formed
1: and then drift and then fold yep yeah, I think the, um, you know, the common interest for a start and um, I think I, I think the people are similar who are in the club. We've got a lot of women aged in, you know, from, I don't know, 30 up to, well, I'm nearly 70. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's uh, that sort of age group that seems to gravitate to our club.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: is it mainly females in your club? Yes, we don't have a lot of men. We've got about, oh, three or four. Okay. And um they enjoy it when they come. Yep. And and how many members do you have? We've got about oh about fifty to sixty members. Okay. Yeah. So at each club day we'd probably have around oh, 30 people come each time. So mm-hmm. that's a reasonable amount when you divide them into groups into, you know, lessons and, and so.
0: What do you think are the main strengths of your club?
1: I think that, We're a very supportive and friendly club. I don't think we're judgmental. We don't focus on discipline so much as enjoyment of what we're doing. And I think people really enjoy coming to the days. Okay, okay. Now, what sort of horses? You know, for people that are
0: interested. So I'm well, I'm sort of looking at it from someone who might have horses in their area. They might be saying, you know, I'm a little bit over these competitions. I don't want to compete anymore, but I enjoy spending time with my horse. I enjoy going out for rides with friends. If they're thinking about forming a club, what sort of horses, you know, just tell us a little bit more about uh, getting a group together and forming a club. I know it was a little while ago, but, you know, just think about that.
1: Sure. It depends on the president a lot. Some presidents like to do more uh, Gymkhana-type things uh, mm-hmm. because they like showing. Yep. Some, you yep. know, are into um, more trail riding-type things. But at the moment, we actually have a mix of um, dressage, show jumping, and cross-country or obstacles, you know, in our case. We're not yep. really high-level <laughs> cross-country people. But um, – so, yeah, depending on the President, those sort of are the activities that you do, and um we have a cross section, in other words, people will be in uh lessons for each discipline on the same day, yep, so they don't just focus on one unless they don't want to go on the others, but mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. so we spread it around, and it's at a low level, so most people can cope quite well, and we get uh, coaches who are really experienced, they can cope with you know, a reasonably large group of people and they know what they're doing. And I think that's the secret to running good club days. You need people who are very experienced in their disciplines.
0: Yep, yep. And the coaches that you'd get, they'd have to be patient too because, you know, coaches, you can get a very good coach who's very self-disciplined, who requires very high standards, but then you might get some members of the club saying, look, I'm just here just to support the club and because it's a day out with my friends. How do the coaches cope with that?
1: Well, it's interesting, you know, because um, the coaches we get coach at all different levels. Mm -hmm. You know, they coach um, from, I don't know, uh, well, high level down, but they're so good because they can read the abilities of the people. So they cater the lessons to the people and they don't tend to sort of put people down or judge people. Mm -hmm. They just tend to try and, you know, build them up and support them. And it's great. It works really well. And people really enjoy it when
0: it's like that. Good, good. So it sounds like you've selected coaches that are particularly good for working within that club atmosphere, within, you know, as you said, a, a wide range of people.
1: Yeah, that's right. And a lot of the coaches um, compete themselves at a a high level. You know, Mm. we've got one barrel racing lady who's in the national championships and has won it from time to time, you know, things like that. So they're great. They really come to the party. They're good. Okay. So if someone
0: came in, you know, because you didn't say barrel racing, but they said, look, I'm really keen on barrel racing, let's have a barrel race. What's the process then to go through and have a, a barrel race competition at the club?
1: Okay, so you would see the level of the people that are coming, mm-hmm. you know, to the activity or did you mean a competition or just a training day?
0: Say if they said, look, I'm not really into the dressage and I don't like jumping and the obstacles are okay but I'd really like to have a barrel race competition, what, what happens there? Does it have to go through the club committee? Are you able to do it? What process do you use?
1: Um well, we discuss it at the committee level and yep. decide whether we want to or not. Mm-hmm. And then we get um, the coach to come along and she will gauge the level of the riders and she will do um, activities that build up to barrel up racing yep. or do it you know, at, at a slow le- uh, pace or whatever. Okay. Um, so whatever the, the people who are coming can cope with, she will do.
0: Yep. What about the horses? Is there a wide range of horses as well as a wide range of people? I mean, if someone has got a horse that they might think, oh, you know, I don't know that my horse is really up to
1: scratch to
0: come to club, yes. what would you say? Yeah.
1: We have all comers. Okay. We have some that are trail riding queens or whatever. Yep. We have some that are in the show jumping club, uh-huh. you know, and we have some that uh, show their horses a lot. So. um they all Well, actually, our organising lady is great because she can uh, put people in classes according to their abilities, which mm-hmm. is really important because you don't want a class with people that are so different that one's bored or the other's scared or whatever. So yep, she's yep. actually very good at placing people in um, classes with the same level of other people okay. but the horses are so different you know mm-hmm. we have um, thoroughbred stock horses you know um, almost to the riding riding school stage and almost to up to you know national sort of type stage so yeah all sorts
0: so it sounds to me like if someone thought their club their horse wasn't quite up to the job you'd be pretty welcoming anyway
1: absolutely yeah yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely and even if they, like, come with their horse and mm. not do anything, just bring the horse to have a look or, yep. you know, lead it around or whatever, I would much prefer that than, you know, sort of doing something that they don't feel capable of doing.
0: Yep, yep. Margaret, what other jobs? You know, you've talked about sort of organising there. What other jobs are, are included then within your role as a, as a riding club well, president?
1: Well, we have a committee meeting once a month. Um we are uh, affiliated with the Vikings. It's um, a sporting club in Canberra, mm-hmm. and they sponsor us to the tune of about $2,000 a year in grants. Mm-hmm. So I um, apply for those grants. Um, we set up and run open events three or so times a year, so you need to be there the day before to set up. You need to be there at the crack of dawn to, you know, open up. And you need to be there at the end to close up. So those weekends and those days are quite um, busy, you Mm. might say. And the club days, we actually start usually about nine o'clock. But we finish at lunchtime because we've found that people quite enjoy going Till about 1.30, mm. then having lunch and then packing up and going home, rather than sort of getting back on the horse because they're okay. not kids anymore. Yeah. And I think, and it, and it promotes people relaxing and chatting at lunchtime too. So yes, okay. So okay. I'm I'm on deck at those sorts of things, and in the meantime, got to keep your eye on all sorts of um, uh, thing uh, like affiliations and insurance you know when that's due um you know just various things like that we're in a incorporated club so we have to have an AGM and we have to have our books audited things like that just keeping tabs on what is needed at what time of the year is really important
0: okay now for people in other clubs you know or clubs that have not as active say as you are you know and people are thinking well no one's yeah. very active is the club going to fold? What would you say to them to help increase the activity within the club, increase the members, but it's not just increasing the members, increasing the activity and and, um, what's going on, the energy in the
1: club? Yes. What would would you say? Well, it all boils down to what you're running a club for. I mean, Mm -hmm. it depends on the activities that you run and that people want to come to, and it does depend on the atmosphere at the club, mm-hmm. it has to be a welcoming atmosphere for people to want to come. So, and, and also, you know, if you have good coaches, if you have activities that are fun, people enjoy themselves, you get more members, so therefore you've got a bigger pool to draw from to run the club. But the danger for a lot of clubs, is that people aren't volunteering so much these days, and therefore the committees are struggling to, you know, hang on to committee members who will all do their thing. And I think that's the problem for clubs uh, at the moment. People don't seem to have the time to commit to things. I don't know why. Yeah. You'd think they have more time these days. But, <laughs> yeah. If you're an equestrian
0: coach or a horse riding instructor, or even if you aspire to be one, have a look at the free video series for horse riding instructors on the Horse Chats website. Go there now. Have a look. Horsechats.com. What do you do then within your club to actively encourage volunteers?
1: Um, well uh, that's that's an ongoing um that's an ongoing discussion um at the AGM we try to encourage lots of people to come, which doesn't always happen, but generally speaking speaking, the people that are there enjoy each other's company. We actually have dinner at our meetings or before our uh, monthly meetings, and that seems to draw a few people as well. Okay. But um, you've got to you've got to make it fun, and you've got to make it something that they want to come to, and and not a job that they have to do. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah okay. Somehow you've got to make it attractive for people to come.
0: Well, it sounds quite social too, you know, having the dinner at the same time as the meetings and then, you know, having riding and then the lunch and, and just yeah. sort of hanging yeah. around and talking horses, I suppose, you know, because sometimes that's what people yeah. want to do. They just want to hang around exactly. and talk people horses for a few hours and and especially I think people who may not, be able to ride, to sit in the saddle for as long. They're happy going out for the day if they have that little bit of activity in the morning and then just talking horses for a few hours. And sometimes it's the actual sitting down and socialising that could be the big part of the day almost.
1: Yes, and they might might learn learn something. And yeah. um, yes, exactly right. Do you get people that are
0: social members that come in just for the day without their horse, without riding? Not
1: too many Okay. Uh, we've got a couple on our committee that don't actually ride, mm, but they mm. want to keep being involved. Okay. Um, but most people who can't ride, but I'm getting to the stage myself now where I'm not sure what I want to sit on the horse for our <laughs> I was going to say what are you
0: looking forward to? When I ask that question a lot of people say well I've got this new young horse that I'm about to start and compete and I've got this one going there and this one going there and so what are you looking forward to and what what are you personally looking forward to to do with horses and the club and what's the club moving on to now? What have you got planned for next year?
1: Well well, personally, I have yeah. a lesson once a week, week with a dressage coach, mm-hmm. so that she will push me to say, <laughs> you know, to, to do more riding because yes. I never do enough for her, of course. Yeah. Um, but unless you keep doing it, you just lose it. Yes. So yes. you've got to keep pushing yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I enjoy it. Don't get me wrong. Um, yep. I enjoy riding. Unfortunately, my horse is more an arena horse these days than a horse that I take out you know, trail riding, mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. Of, I suppose as you get older it gets harder, if you're on your own especially. Uh-huh. Um, oh, can you just repeat the last part of the question again?
0: Yeah, it was what's the club looking forward to? What have you got organised for next year?
1: Oh, well, we are uh, usual activities and monthly activities on the third Sunday, you know, yep. the training days, um, and then we intersperse those with – uh, things like a gymkhana, uh, dressage and jumping day. And we have one called a Total Wimp One Day Event, which is great <laughs> because it's low-level everything and yep. people who don't feel like they can do anything go in it, like well, me. <laughs> I'm not a, I'm not really a jumping person, put it mm-hmm. that way. Um, and we do have clinics. Uh, people would love to have a camp, but it's really hard to find a place that people are happy to float their horses to and that is safe for people to ride at. Mm. So we have ongoing discussions about that. We once had a little camp drafting clinic, you know, at a local um, camp drafter's place. Yep. Um, Sometimes we have different things if people are willing to organise them. But generally speaking, it's the, you know, showing, um, dressage, jumping, uh, cross-country, that sort of thing, Mm -hmm. mostly.
0: Okay, good. Good.
1: Oh, we did have something called Trek, which is orienteering on horseback. I think that's an English thing. Okay. Have you heard of Trek? A uh, Trekking. Yes, yes. Yes. They do a time drive yeah. and they do a trail ride where they've got to pick up things. I was gonna say
0: find certain yeah. things. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's it, yes. Yeah. Was that, that because
0: someone years. in the club was interested in that? How did you come about doing that?
1: Yes, that's yeah. exactly right. Yeah. So when different people join the club or, or are on the committee, they want different things. So really it's, so we, it's the energy you
0: know. in to get the energy out. You know, if people would like the club to go in a certain direction, they put the energy in so that then the club can, um, you know, do that, those particular activities.
1: Absolutely. You've got to have people with a bit of drive, you mm, know, mm. to to organise things.
0: Yep, yep. All right. Now, Margaret, before we go, if someone's thinking about opening up a club, starting a club, starting a, um, especially an adult riding club, what would your advice be to them?
1: Well, I suppose you'd advertise a meeting, mm. you know, of anybody who was interested in starting up a club. Yep. And from that meeting you could maybe get a committee and from that committee you could maybe get the club incorporated because okay. then... You know, you can get insurance and whatever else. Sure. And then you can advertise uh, an activity day. You also have to get grounds that are suitable, and that's mm-hmm. not that easy to do, but that's that's the important thing. Okay. We started out at, at uh, one pony club, and then that pony club folded, and we're now at a second pony club, so... Um, hopefully that will keep going. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah. All right. And then Margaret, how can people contact you? They can go to to your page at Horse Chats, which will be horsechats.com slash Margaret Heaney. Or Margaret, otherwise, how can they contact you? Um
1: Tagranong Adult Riding Club is on the on Facebook. Yep, and just spell Tagranon. Yeah. Um, Tagranong. Okay. Adult Riding Club.
0: No worries at all. And
1: um, we have a website as well.
0: Okay. What's the website called?
1: Oh, dear. I knew you'd ask me that. <laughs> yes. I think is something like Dot. A, something like that. But, yeah. um, yes, I should
0: have had that to hand. Shouldn't That's I? okay. We'll, we'll find <laughs> it anyway, Margaret, and uh, that'll Thanks. be on your page at horsechats dot com slash Margaret Heaney, or go to horsechats.com, search for Margaret, or search for Heaney, and you'll find that. And pro- you know, probably even if you search because it's like keyword ad- adult riding, you'd probably find it as well. Oh, it'll
1: be there. Yes, yeah, I'm sure it will yeah, be
0: for sure. That's true. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Margaret, thank you again for coming today. I think um, your conversation could apply to a lot of writing clubs and hopefully your you know the energy, uh, clubs that are maybe lacking a bit of energy and lacking um, ideas can get some ideas from your information that you've given to us today.
1: Yeah, that's right. Thank you for uh, interviewing me. It's no been worries. Very,
0: very good. Good, yes. good. All right, Margaret, hopefully we'll talk to you again sometime soon. Bye-bye.
1: Okay, thanks very much. Bye-bye,
0: Glenn. If you've enjoyed this chat, then please comment, rate and subscribe. If you'd like any changes or recommendations for guests, then please contact us through horsechats.com. And while you're online, have a look at the government-accredited courses at internationalhorsecollege.com, registered training organisation 31352.